0: you uh you ready for this are you in all week what's all week what? all week all right let's go I've had a, something very weird happen and I, I I don't know this this show is literally kind of a stream of conscious and it's a it's a hang I mean I, I I try to make it like a radio show but it's more like a three hour hang um Chris vanini is gonna come on with us next hour from the athletic their senior college football rider to Try to make sense of the weekend that was and also in that you know, the madness between Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher and we've got SEC meetings this week. Um I this might seem dumb, but are we at the point yet where Oklahoma's involved in those? Like with the SEC coaches' meetings or Steve Sarkeesian and Brent Venable's going to those yet?
1: I don't I, know. I guess I guess you'd go uh, maybe you'd say so, then I don't yeah. know.
0: I don't know. But I've had something very weird happen, and I <laughs> I have somehow lost my key in my car. And I, this has become a, a never-ending – I don't know if suddenly either I've aged 20 years faster than I could ever imagine and lose things like crazy. But literally as I was getting out of my car <laughs> – probably shouldn't say too much because I'll go out there my car will be driven away – but I go to lock my door, and it gives the beep that the key's still in there.
1: Is it one single key, or like a it, yeah? It's a little key. fob, little fob. That's the right? worst.
0: It's the worst. the worst. And there's no. I don't. I don't need a key to anything else. I know that sounds crazy, but I have a garage door opener for my home. Um, I, I have a separate keychain for like getting into the uh, Sooner Vision of the stadium when I need to go there. I don't, it, they, they don't trust me with a key here, right? I don't blame them. So, I, and even if I had a key here, I, I wouldn't know the code for the alarm. So, I have this single fob that is somewhere lost in my car. I, and I'm going to have to spend the next two commercial breaks trying to find the damn thing.
1: But it's so light, too. So, it's so easy to lose rather than just and like it's, a full set of keys. And, of course,
0: it's pouring out. So, it makes it even worse. Good start to a Monday, man. Hey, though, no, it was a great start to a Monday. If you have been listening to us for any amount of time, you know that uh, this is a big diamond sports show, which leans very heavy towards Patty Gasso's four-time or five-time national champion softball team, the defending champs. And I've got a lot to get to from this weekend. I mean, let's just let's just be honest. There is a lot to unpack from this weekend, and uh, I, I don't I don't want to blow it all here, but Let's just say a statement was made yesterday. And it was the kind of statement that for a Sooner fan, if you were nervous or worried about something, it's a massive exhale. Right? Which, again, depending on how much you put on, on Jordy and her success and how much you put on some offensive struggles over the last couple of weeks, regardless... You went out against a good team and pounded them into submission. Pounded Texas A&M into submission. By the way, Texas A&M finished ahead of Mississippi State, who just beat Florida State in the Tallahassee regional. They were a roller coaster team this year, but what they did, what Oklahoma did to them on Sunday, was it was normal. I mean, and that's the term I used on the broadcast. Now I don't expect OU to go out and score nine runs in every single inning. That's it's crazy talk, but it seemed pretty normal. Yeah,
1: just an all just an all around performance. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Took advantage of the errors in the first inning.
0: Well, and then it, it's funny because even in that, I I think I have my scorebook in here. No, I, I left it at home because it was such a mess. Everything got got so I, it got crazy yesterday because you were so excited, but. You, that, that's a great point to bring up when you say they took advantage of some opportunities. But as DJ Sanchez pointed out on the broadcast, it took until they were up 6-zip for Texas A&M to start kicking the ball around. And then as soon as that happened, you're like, okay, this thing is really over. Because to A&M's defense, they had rallied from a 6-0, a 6-run deficit against Minnesota the night before. But when when Oklahoma, I, I, one other side note too. I noticed that the ESPN broadcasters made a big deal about Herzog walking off the mound early on.
1: Yeah, she you know, just didn't really say anything. Yeah, I mean the, the coach was
0: the coach was out there to make the change. I mean, I, the I, I think that there might have been a little bit of confusion. Now, is it unique for a a pitcher? in any sport, to just w- take the ball with them and walk to the dugout before the coach comes and talks? Sure. It, it, it is. But, I mean, it's not like she had a ho- Jana Johns gets a base hit and she takes the ball and leaves. I mean, the coach had come out to make a change. And, I think A&M had had some, well, the best way to put it, I would say drama, but I think they'd had some drama with Herzog at times throughout this season. So, that wasn't really too surprising to see that. But, she was a good pitcher, and they did a nice job against Oklahoma on Saturday. They, they pushed him to the limit. But whatever adjustments were made between Saturday and, and Sunday, and A&M having that extra game on Saturday night might have caused him to wilt a bit. I don't care. Nine runs in a first inning is nine runs in a first inning, and we got a big Super Regional to talk about.
1: And that takes more from uh, what Nicole May did, too. I mean, she was phenomenal, too. What, two hits? And no walks allowed.
0: Right. And let's not lose sight of that. By the way, kind of pass me in for Josh Helmer today. My name is Chris Plank. It's the Plank Show. Josh is taking a mini vacay to go to Wichita. Which is kind of like me. I take my vacations and I go to scenic destinations like Wood River, Illinois or Joplin, Missouri. But um we we got to, I I mentioned Chris Vanini coming up at ten A.m. this morning, so I want to try to get as much softball in in this first hour but we do have to touch on some college football stuff. I am um, I hope it doesn't get lost with how good Nicole May and Hope Trotwine were this weekend. What what Hope did on Saturday, I mean it it gave Oklahoma a chance to win that game, right? Whenever Miss Mississippi State, look at me. Whenever Texas A&M was having some success in minimizing the Oklahoma Sooner offensive attack, and you know, you think about it, you had a you had a first inning home run from Jada Coleman. You you then lose a bat a, a runner at home in what could have made the game three zip at that point. Um, you make it three zip in the fourth, but that final out of that inning on Saturday. Is Jada Coleman getting thrown out at third, and then you don't score again? I mean, three zip is a nice cushion to have, but without Hope Choueir throwing a complete game three hitter, I mean, you're not you're not winning that game. But you hit know on the big I thought story from the weekend, and yes, twenty runs is is going to be talked about quite a bit. I completely and totally understand, and it should be, it should be, but to me. The biggest number from this weekend was the number – let me make sure I get it right here – was the number two. And that number two was the amount of walks the Sooners allowed through three games. Two. On the other hand, after not drawing a walk in the Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma State, you saw a more patient approach where the Sooners, through three games – Drew twelve walks. Twelve walks through three games. It's unbelievable.
1: They've been drawing a lot of walks and Jada Johns getting she's just constantly just getting hit by pitches, just staying there and taking them.
0: Do you know Jana Johns, if she if her total from South Carolina would have carried over, she would be the all time leading hit by pitch, I guess, person in Sooner softball history by like thirty hit by pitches. It, she's been hit by over 90 pitches in her career, and in the two years she's been at Oklahoma, she's already knocking on the door of like the top five. She she's incredible.
1: It's it's always nice having one of those girls in the lineup that can yeah just, stay just there and take a just pitch. wear it.
0: And, and and I'll tell you what, there was a couple of hit by pitches that were kind of scary this week, and unfortunately for Texas A and M, they they went with their senior Kayla Pointer in the in the bottom of the – or top of the fifth inning. And she was – she was their only super senior, Kayla Pointer was. She was their only super senior. And so I think – I think she was a little bit emotional out there. Uh, she hadn't pitched since like like early May, maybe even late April. And she hit two batters in the back of the head. Um, You had Emily Kennedy who hit Jocelyn Allo on the inside of the leg – I mean, they had they had five hit by, and the fans were getting a little bit on pointer, but she wasn't. This wasn't intentional. I mean, it was twenty zip at that point. I think, or maybe it was like fifteen zip. Uh, they, Joe Evans, wasn't go hit them, make them pay. That wasn't what. That wasn't what happened. But yeah, it was a fun weekend. It was a fun weekend. Yeah, and
1: so, you had some PGA, too. That was a, that was a big week well, in sports in general. Yeah, and,
0: and let's go ahead, because I don't want to lose the PGA championship here in the in the open. So hit us up at 405 329 See Ross already lining up. We'll get your calls coming up here in just a bit. 405 329 Or with Josh out, obviously Connor in. We'll be very active on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. 405 651 651 3439 We're just getting started with OU softball, but I just I just wanted to say thank you to Southern Hills. I mean, they don't they don't have to do that. They don't have to as a club go out and pursue events. And they didn't for the longest time. I mean if 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 Nick Sidorkis is listening, he can text me and correct me, but you know, it's going back quite a ways for me now. It's 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 over, you know, ten, ten, twelve years. But I remember they had a pretty good run of hosting events, right? They had a US, U.S. Open was 20 years ago. They had a PGA Championship before that. They had another PGA Championship in there. Um, and they had decided, and understandably so, to give the course back to the members. And I don't know about y'all's bankroll, but, but my guess is that it's not cheap to be a member at Southern Hills.
1: <laughs> I think if someone told me correct, you're paying I honestly think it's up to five grand a year to be a member. I mean maybe closer to ten.
0: I think it was closer to ten. Um and and plus all of the fees to to get in, it's not easy. And to have that and to be told, hey, you've got to stay away for like a month and here's other places you can play because we're hosting these events. That sucks. Right? Especially if you are someone who is a member that is at a place in life where you can go play a lot.
1: (laughs) Well, and you also have like some players would, some of the houses that are run by, they'll they'll just rent them out for just crazy places.
0: So, I'm very grateful that Southern Hills continues to pursue major championships. Very grateful. And you know I, I was there were a couple meetings that I was somehow lucky enough to be in where Southern Hills wanted to be n- m- known more than just, hey, there's Southern Hills that's a that's an amazing club where only the best of the best can get an elite elite. They wanted to be known as a Tulsa icon and an Oklahoma icon and I think it has. And the way the way to a successful tournament, Is not always an incredible meltdown, a wild comeback finish for Justin Thomas, or even Tiger being out there. It's the ingress, egress of it. That's in and out, getting in and out. There's the the volunteers that you have that make it all possible, that work together. These types of things are second to none in what happens at Southern Hills. So I, as someone who I'm, you know, I'm not a native Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoman, but I'm Definitely Sooner bred. I've been in this state since I was 18 years old. Uh, I just I continue to, to marvel at the hard work of volunteers, of passionate golf fans, of people that care about this state and this community. Because to see the way that that event went off this week, even with the weird-ass weather that we had. Sorry, I'm watching my language. Sorry, Pastor Adam.
1: Well, you, had, you had hot first day. You had extremely windy second
0: day. Right. Cold third day. You, you had, basically, if there was anyone that doesn't, hasn't been to Oklahoma or doesn't understand, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, there's Oklahoma for you. That's exactly what it is. You had, and, and the Tuesday and Wednesday practice rounds were virtually unbearable. Right, He's like, oh my gosh, these guys are going to roast out here. Then Thursday was just crazy. and Then all of a sudden, on Friday, the winds kick up. And you're like, no one's going to make the cut. And then on Saturday, you're bundled up like it's winter.
1: They got the Oklahoma weather in four days right there.
0: All right, hold on, hold on. We got an update. Uh, fees are between 30 k and 130 k depending on membership level. Plus, maybe the yearly dues were what you had heard about. That's ridiculous. So, my, my point is... Thank you, membership of Southern Hills. And, and I'm not even being a, smartass, I'm a smart ass. I'm smart Alex. Sorry, Pastor Adam. It is so cool to see that you have made this investment and you don't go Judge Smales and like, oh, get out of my clubhouse. You open it up. It, some say it adds to it. Sure, it does. But it's not just, and I think most people understand this, but it's not just like the week you can't play. I mean, when the U.S. Open came in, I want to say it was like three, four months they couldn't be on the course while they prepared the course. So, great week. Great week all the way around for golf. Um, I mean, obviously, we have issues from that to talk about that we'll get into from the late round meltdown to the comeback win for Justin Thomas to Tiger having to pull out early um, of the event. But when we come back, let's, um, let's dive into the weekend that was for for Diamond Sports, right? Uh, what does the Super Regionals look like? I warned you guys on Friday that I thought there could be some upsets, and oh, did we have some upsets, quite a few of them. And I continue to be terrible at predicting when games are going to be played. I was sure Oklahoma was going to have a Thursday, Friday, Saturday Super, but it looks like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know if anything official has been released by uh, any of the teams yet, but ESPN put the updated start times on their website last night. So, I mean, I don't know how hard it is to figure that out, but there you go. So, quick break. Hey, Ross, stay on there. I'll get right to you. It's Plank Show. Um, I feel bad. I saw Ross jumped in early. Is he still there? I feel terrible. We lost him. We lost him. Ah, oh, Ross, I'm an a-hole. Well, I mean, usually whenever people jump in during the first segment, I think you kind of know we're going to do our thing here for a little bit. Chris Vanini has confirmed for 10 a.m. this morning, the senior college football writer from The Athletic. And hold on. Wait for it. Wait for oh. K T U L Channel 8's TJ Eckert will join us at 10 30 this morning. Start to come together, Skipper. Um I uh I can't stop watching. Now you're for those who don't know about Connor's background, baseball all star, world renowned baller. Did you go to North or Norman?
1: I went to Chisholm. It's in Enid, You Oklahoma. went to Chisholm. A little, a little small school, 2A.
0: Not to be confused with Chisholm Holland. Chisholm. Um, have you seen the video from the end of the Northeastern State baseball season?
1: I did. That uh, stinks
0: for them. So, if you haven't yet, and it's wild because – I don't, I don't know how this works. I, I'm never going to pretend to understand Twitter algorithms or anything of that nature. But I, I pulled it back up because someone just commented on it. But I feel like I've had like 5,000 comments on it, and I look down and it's only five. So I don't know if people are saying stuff and deleting it or what. But if you, may, it's just one side story real quick from this weekend, uh, and then we'll get to some, some uh, of your Air Comfort Solutions text. A runner – so it's a, it's a tight game. I almost want to play – you know what would be good? Dude, we got to play the play-by-play from it. Hold up. Wait a minute. All right, we got to play the play. Have you heard the play-by-play from it? Did you?
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's someone from the northeastern state maybe. Uh no, it's it's
0: it's the northeastern state like a uh, TV network. So let me set the scene. It's 11 to 7. They're in the bottom of the 7th inning. And oh, they took the calendar from me. I want to say this was on uh, gosh, the 20th. Set. Was this on Saturday? That this happened?
1: I think it was. because I, okay. saw, I saw a post about it the next day. Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: L- listen to this play-by-play call. I think it's still up. I apologize if it doesn't work, but I think it might. Here is this muted? Is that you got? Is my shortcut up? And this just isn't working. All right, let's try this again. Oh, oh, where is that coming from? Let's try again. Here you go. Is that all you can hear? There you go. All right, listen to this.
2: Two outs. Howard into brothers. The pitch. That one hit high and deep by Blaze Brothers. It's back. It's at the wall. The left fielder can't make the catch. Rounding third base. This is the runner. The second Blaze runs into the umpire. Coming into second base, sliding and safe. And so- no, we caught him out. Are you kidding me? The umpire got in Blaze Brothers' way! That's the way the ball game is. This is a joke. This is a joke.
0: <laughs> so He's not wrong. I mean, there is there is another you – got you
1: got to be in a better spot if you're the umpire right there, especially late in the game like that.
0: So, I don't know. I talk to a lot of umpires. It's kind of been my thing because I want to learn more about the game. And I have a deep-rooted respect for umpires. Always have, always will. But it's almost as if the umpire gets kind of lost in his thoughts watching the ball because he's standing – right in the baseline, and as this dude pounds into him, I guess some could say, well, why would he go onto the bag? I mean, he should have just stayed at first base. It was a rocket. It was a rocket. And then the same dude that was down, the same umpire that was knocked down, finally gets his stuff together and runs up to call the guy out at second base and and literally is running up so late, I don't know how he saw anything. Ugh.
1: And what stinks more is they had their best hitter coming up too, who who leads like nationally like in so many categories.
0: I understand that it's a live ball and nothing can truly be changed, but ugh.
1: It would have made it better. I, you feel like as the umpire. would have made it better if you just. Here's also what's. Here's
0: also what's really good about this, and this reminds me of that video that went viral where, uh, what they had Mike Trout in a in a batting cage, and someone had tweeted goes, "Man, what's wrong with my boy's swing?" And that coach goes, "Well, he's a little bit high. He's a little bit steep here." And all of a sudden, people are like, "Dude, that's Mike Trout." The coach is like, "I am a dummy." So what's funny in these comments is some of the coaches are in on it and. And there was some guy that's like, the first base coach should have told him to come back. And literally, the first base coach says, I was the first base coach. How would I predict an umpire is going to run into the runner's lane? I'm looking at the positioning of the ball. Something like that happens in an instant. It's like, what do you do?
1: The ball's hit to the wall. Obviously, you're getting the second, maybe pushing three. So." And the head, the head coach is actually the one who posted it on Twitter. Oh, is that oh, who there. Jake Kendrick is? the head coach in Northeastern State.
0: Oh, man, Jake. I'm sorry, Coach. To not only have that, but to have your best player coming up next is unbelievable. Um, all right. A, a couple of quick Air Comfort Solutions texts before we uh, wrap out segment two. Again, hour from now, TJ Eckert is going to join us. He is the main dude over at Channel 8 and good guy. Big, big golf guy. So TJ Eckert coming up uh, in just a bit and and Chris Vanini from The Athletic. Uh, Kendall writes, I don't understand why they make golf club private. Set a price and if I can't afford it, you can't afford it. It's dumb they don't make it available to the general public. It's because they can, Kendall. And there's people that I don't know how else to say this, but they don't want to deal with guys like me scrounging up enough money to go hack up their course.
1: They're just guys that have a lot of money in their wallets. Right,
0: and, and and again, there's businesses too, so there, there's your why. Um, hey, Chris, my dad and I have pondered about a certain softball player. Do you think Sydney Sherrill would consider transferring for her graduate year and playing her last year at OU? We will be in need of a third baseman since Janna is gone after this season. No, I mean, I, again, I'm not. I'm not going to pretend to know. I mean, I've. I, I didn't think that they would be bringing anyone in outside of Hope Troutwine from the transfer portal last year, and then lo and behold, Alyssa Brito comes in. I, it's it's a great thought, and Sid has one more year of eligible Sidney Cheryl. It's kind of on that Grace Lyons plan where she has another year of eligibility. But it is my understanding that they're – I can't even say I have a sense they're very confident about Brito playing third next year. And I'm pretty sure that infield will look something like Brito at third – Grace Lyons at short, Tiare Jennings at second, and then you may have a little battle at first. I will say I was pretty ardent on Hannah Core being a starting outfielder next year, and I'm, I'm still ready to die on that hill. But I, I do have someone that's like, uh, maybe you might want to refine that take a little bit. But I'll stand by that for now until I change my mind next week. But I, they are going to be active in the portal. Um, I think they are every single year. It's something that makes them better. Uh, and then one more here before you break. I guess the writers that were vocal about Virginia Tech and Florida State being the number 1 seed are pretty quiet right now. Yeah, Vod Tech gets through, but they get pushed to the brink of elimination twice. Twice. And, I mean, honestly, when Mississippi State beat South Florida on Saturday night, I kind of thought that that was paving the road for Florida State. And, boy, I'm never doubting Sam Ricketts again. That was awesome. Did you watch much this weekend?
1: I did, yeah, man. There was so many upsets. You had Alabama and Tennessee, too, and Texas beating Washington. A lot, lot of upsets. Dude, great. I stayed up.
0: I, well, I stayed up. I was working last night. But I was trading text with Perry. Perry. I might have Perry come in today. I don't know how else to put this. I just didn't think Texas was that good. I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk. and I mean, I'm wearing a beat Texas shirt today. But I thought they had a great player in Janae Jefferson. I thought they had a great player in Mary Iacopo. And I thought they had a pretty good pitcher. And in in uh, why, why did her name, Dulcine, her name just escaped me. Anyway, I thought they had a decent roster and a couple of, of superstars, right?
1: Well, and they were kind of up and down, too. They kind of struggled late, but... I mean, I don't know how good uh, Washington was. What were they Thir- were they 13?
0: Haley Dulcini, thank you. Yeah, um, Washington was 13, and uh, Washington had struggled most of the year, and they got hot late, and then they got cold again. So I-, I didn't think that Texas would be a team that would find themselves in a position that they could advance to a super regional. And when they won on Saturday, suddenly everything changed. So, get this, at Sooner Prices, the OU softball home run tracker, which is a, a really good follow for Sooner softball fans. Of the regional wins by conference, nine of the 12 SEC teams have been eliminated. Now, keep in mind, only 16 teams move on to the Super Regional. Six Of the seven Big Ten teams have been eliminated, three of the six ACC teams have been eliminated, including the number two overall seed, essentially in Florida State. Which, by the way, you wanna you wanna try to him and haw about OU playing a three to two game on Saturday? Well, a they put twenty on the board yesterday, and b. Look at how it turned out for a lot of the higher seeds. Vatech had to play an if-necessary game. Tennessee had to play an if-necessary game, and they lost, and they're out. Oregon State's moving on. Alabama had to fight for their life, and they're out. They're done. It's, it's not easy.
1: Well, then Nebraska, too. And Nebraska got you – know, I cannot believe Dude, that. I'm going to tell you
0: right now. There are three teams that I had incredibly high hopes for that literally walked out and kicked me squaw in the gut this weekend. Nebraska, South Florida, and, um, oh gosh, why am I blanking on the third team that I had high hopes for? Oh, Tennessee. Tennessee. And Tennessee won their first two games, and I'm like, God, I told you guys, Tennessee's a sleeper. And then sure enough, everything implodes. But I bring up the numbers about the conferences because there's only seven teams in the Big 12 that play softball. And typically they get four. This year only got three. All of them are still alive. I mean, that. That says something about this league. It really does. And Oklahoma State, sure, did Oklahoma State get a bit of a break in their regional? You bet. But they took care of business. Texas didn't get any favors. They had to go out to Seattle. And I think they've got a chance. I think all three. Well, I'll tell you what. The team that I think has the toughest draw might be Oklahoma State. Clemson is balling right now they're on a roll they're on a roll
1: but man it'd be something if OU OSU and and Texas make it to the World Series well I do and
0: and this is a good point for the 405 Arkansas will wear out Texas they will but uh, they're gonna have a good plan for Arkansas and I think right now if I'm reseeding I, I saw Joey throw this out here last night but I think if you're reseeding I do think that Arkansas would be the number two team we're not they deserve it It's going to be a fun Super Regional. We got all the start times. We'll roll through that a little bit later on in the show. But when we come back, people asking for an update on Jordy. I'll tell you what I know next. It's the Plank Show. On a Monday, we are live, as we always are. And hour one is brought to you by the good peeps over at Van Hoos Fence. Mark and Tess Van Hoos are incredible people. You can call them at 405-735-1167. They offer free estimates and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Get your fence back in shape before the summertime. VHFence.com. I think I realize why it's been such a good day, Connor. I haven't turned on the debate shows in here yet. As soon as I turn those on, and it's probably, is Luca a one-man band? Are the Warriors the greatest dynasty ever? I'm, I'm just not ready for it. I, I, I it. pick
1: my days to watch that. So if there's a certain conversation that's going right. on, that I don't. I like, can take it in. I'm, I'm done. I'm it.
0: moving on. Um, Ross has been patient and kicks off this segment before we get to a couple injury updates. What's up, Ross?
2: Hey, great job this weekend. Thanks, and, buddy. Uh, I have done uh, two quick things. I've done my checking on UCF. They're 15 and 10 against tournament teams during the regular season. They played three Big 12 teams in Texas, Texas Tech, Iowa State, and gave up 17 runs. So they won all three, but they will give up runs. I've noticed that during the year.
0: Uh, You've scouted them um, more than I have. Good job.
2: Yeah, I, I do that with everybody we play, so I get so nervous. Um, you can't comment on perfection yesterday, so I won't. Um, anyway, uh, I just uh, I wanted to tell you about – you mentioned Northwestern being the only Big Ten team to make it out of the seven. And there is an incredible story out of that regional. I haven't heard you mention it yet. Yeah, go ahead. Northwestern had the easiest regional in NCAA history because of the fact they had to get rid of Oakland and McNeese State <laughs> twice. Okay? McNeese State did the most amazing thing I have dame twice
0: twice
2: and held them to two runs in both games now tell me something chris don't you think the talent gap between notre dame and mcneese state is monolithic i mean don't you think it's a deep
0: chasm oh i'm gonna google up monolithic real quick but no and i had high hopes for notre dame i thought and and i will be honest with you i hadn't seen a ton of notre dame i kind of went with the echo chamber on that one so I was really shocked, Ross, to see how badly they got smoked this weekend. It was bad.
2: By McNeese State, the Cowboys. Twice. OU beat them 25-1 to in two games.
0: Yes, I was there.
2: Mc- McNeese State had no non-conference upsets anywhere. Yeah. To, to, like Liberty, to put the warning sign on them.
0: And they, they didn't just beat them. They beat Notre Dame 11-1 to in their first game. I mean, unbelievable. How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know, and and it's kind of wild because I, do you follow? And I'm a big Terry Henry fan, so I'm not knocking him. But a couple times this week, D1 softball had all the scores wrong, and yes. and the first yes. And Minnesota, the, yes, yeah, they had the Minnesota score wrong. They had the uh, they had the Notre Dame Oakland score sixteen to one Oakland, and I was like, what? So I had to go click, and then, of course you realize it's not right. But you're right. I mean, I'm happy for Michelle Gascoigne and Northwestern, but that regional ended up being an absolute cake. Kind of what should have happened to Oklahoma State with North Texas, but North Texas kind of brought it a little bit on, on Sunday.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, going through that regional like that not getting tested, they're about to go out to Arizona State, and they're going to see a team that is so far much above what they saw this past weekend. I think they'll get clocked in hey, two game.
0: Hey, Ross, real quick on that, because I know you were watching it too. How fun was that regional? How fun was Tempe? Oh, 11 to 8
2: in the oh. San Diego State game. It was like watching the Loyal and Marymount basketball.
0: It was crazy, dude. And then of course, you got a. I I got a rooting interest for San Diego State because Alexis Schultz is out there and yeah. I, I root for the former Sooners. You know, I want to see him do well, but I mean, yeah. LSU goes 2 and Q for the first time in the history of their program. Um, at least i think in the recent history of their program is what they were saying yeah that was that might have been outside of watching oh you put up 20 that might have been one of the more entertaining regionals
2: yeah but i heard you mentioned about all the teams that didn't didn't make it and congrats to the rickets down there in uh, mississippi so cool. state they they might beat the college world series they're getting arizona you know and then you got a stanford oregon state matchup that came out of nowhere so that it the, the college softball World Series is going to have a couple of dogs in there.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I agree. The,
2: uh, I so agree. it's going to be more interesting. Anyway, great job, buddy. I, I, Well, I listen to
0: you. I don't watch the game. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for the call. All right, see you later. Good see stuff. you later, bud. That's nothing against Aaron on the broadcast. That's more of love for me, and I appreciate it. Yeah, you're going to get at least two dogs make the World Series, right? Because – Someone between Stanford and Oregon State is going and someone between Mississippi State – did I say Stanford and Arizona? Excuse me. Stanford and Oregon State is going and then someone between Arizona and Mississippi State is going. I will say this from the first round, you know, the most impressive teams were um, OU, UCLA, Arkansas, and Florida. I mean, Florida just rolled through its bracket.
1: And then now what do you got? Is it five unranked teams we have in the
0: Super Regional? It's It's unreal. Unreal. USC Brian. Look at that. What's up, USC Brian? You've been too long, man. What's going on? You know it's
3: always good in the neighborhood, my brother from another mother.
0: How you been? Are you doing good? I've been thinking about you a lot.
3: I'm I'm hanging in there, brother. You know, it's always it's I'm still in healing process, but hey, again, like my baby always used to hear love to hear me say. One monkey don't stop no show. You already (laughs) know
0: this. (laughs) I hear you, man.
3: So it's on your mind, bud. Here's here's the deal. Two things. One, I get so tired about people trying to knock the Warriors and everything else because you know I'm a Warriors home. Right. Okay? They, to me, are the best team I have seen since Showtime Lakers to play team basketball. Most of the time since the Lakers stopped on their epic run back in the day, which watch winning time, I love it, uh, you know, you don't see anybody play team ball. Most of them have got to this thing where if I've got one or two stars and maybe I've got three stars, I can win a title. Uh-uh. Warriors are showing everybody that it don't, that yeah, they've got stars, true enough. They've got the two best three-point shooters in the world ever on a team, but they play team ball. I'm sorry. They do. They move it around better than anybody I've ever seen. That's one. So please stop talking about the Warriors. They they are what they say they are, and the only people that can beat the Warriors is the Warriors. That's one. Second thing I called up for you about is I'm putting in an impassioned plea. Please. Talk to the powers that be where you are, and tell them to talk. OU oh, you not to go to the SEC. I think that change. Come out there to the Pac twelve, <laughs> and, and 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 so we can have those epic games like we used to long years ago, when people stopped being afraid of us. Now, since we've had people been being placeholders for our throne. It will be very soon before we ascend to our throne once again. And like uh, Rick Flay used to say, to be the man, you got to beat the man. We going to be the man. We definitely going to be the man. So, hey, you know, hate me if y'all want to. I'm telling you right now, USC is in it for blood. And they w- they are going to challenge anybody and everybody to get their title back. And you know you know what I'm talking about, Mr. King of Strong Style.
0: Well so, I, I understand, but you do know that there tends to be this idea that, you know, maybe it might be more flash than substance out there for your boys in USC right now.
3: You know, you know, I get so tired of people saying that. They've always said that about us, you know, and it is what it is, but like I say before you don't think
0: we're what we are? Come play us. All right. Brian it's
3: telling you to come play us for 30 years. They still ain't come
0: out there. Oh, well, I think it'd so, be cool for you to come here, too. All right, hey, I appreciate oh, I, you. Brother. I,
3: I'm wanting that. Hey, I'm, I know you You are. know I've been wanting that. I'll,
0: I'll have you right down there on the sidelines with me when it happens, USC Brian. Great to hear your voice, buddy. Have a great day. Take care, brother. I did not know that USC Brian was going to try to go scorched earth. Did
1: not expect that.
0: Didn't expect that. I mean, the whole USC Brian on the front of it did. I, I owe you an injury update. Um, I wanted to get some calls in here. There's been some people waiting, so um, let's get a break. But I will say, I- I- today is a big day for Geordie Ball. Today is a big day for Geordie Ball. And I think today, this week, is a big week for Kinsey Hansen. I'll explain why next. All right, real quick, because we're up against it for the top of the hour. um, I'll hit you you with these three texts, or four texts. Play, can you give us an update on Jordy? Thanks. That's from the 918. Uh, Also, any update on Kinsey, too. Please saw limping at her at bat on Saturday. I know everyone asked about Jordy from the 614. How's Kinsey? All right. Uh, Let me put them all into a two-minute package. I think today is a big day for Jordy. I think she's going to throw a little bit. And I think that's a big step towards seeing if she can help this weekend. I know that when this originally happened, the buzz was that she, she could potentially be available for the Women's College World Series on the timeline for what it's believed that she's dealing with. But um, it's interesting because I don't know if there's been there's been positivity from... What the X-rays have looked like, but I don't know if that's carried over towards the progress towards getting her back on the field. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, and
1: it's a great time to just throw a pin every now and then and kind of just rest up. I mean, you got you got sure. some days to rest. You got up some days Friday,
0: but I know that that she she's going to try to work a little bit early this week. We'll see how it goes. With Kinsey, it's something different than what she was dealing with that kept her out for 10 games. And I don't think it, if you were there on Saturday, you saw she's, she was wincing on every step. So, I mean, rest, Oklahoma has one of the best athletic trainers in the country in Mara Kennedy. They have one of the best strength guys in the country in Dane summer. I mean, they've, they've got some peeps now that know, and they got some of the best doctors. So, I think today's a really big day for Jordy, and it's going to be a big week for Kinsey Hansen to try to get that lower right extremity where it needs to be. All right, Chris Vanini from The Athletic. We're going to talk college football next right here on The Plank.